Mecham Auctions, the world's largest collector car auction company, returns to Indy with Dana Mecham's 37th Original Spring Classic, May 10th through the 18th at the Indiana State Fairground. 3,000 muscle cars, Corvettes, exotics, and more. Broadcast on Motor Trend TV and streaming live on Max. From avid collectors to those new to the Mecham experience, we welcome everyone. Register to bid now at Mecham.com. The Jew haters want a ceasefire. There's no way to start a show, Tony Katz. I mean, if you're going to start a show, you got to start it with something, you know, normal and rational. It was exhilarating. It was exhilarating. It was energizing. If it weren't exhilarating, then it was this challenge to the monopoly of violence. That's a professor at Cornell exhilarated by the Hamas attack on Israel that murdered 1,400. Exhilarated. This is what we're up against. Not only the people who are fine with terrorism, but the people who are openly gleeful about it. Pick the thing that you could be openly gleeful about regarding George Floyd. I rest my case. Tony Katz, 93 WIBC. Good morning. Good to be with you. You have a bit of legislation. According to Representative Cory Bush, who lied about hands up, don't shoot. You want to talk about somebody who's been stoking hate uh, since she started. She, along with Representative Rashida Tlaib, Representative Andre Carson, Representative Summer Lee, and uh, I don't uh, Oh, uh, is it? I never know if it's Delia or Delia. Delia Ramirez, she's out of uh, the 3rd District of Illinois. Uh, they have now introduced a ceasefire resolution to call for an immediate de-escalation ceasefire in Israel and Palestine. First, there is no Palestine. Secondly, what ceasefire are you possibly talking about? Israel was attacked and they're now defending themselves and they're rooting out the attackers. Why aren't you in favor of that? Why aren't you in favor of killing Hamas, destroying this terrorist organization, and letting the people of Gaza live freely? That's right. You don't care about that part. You just dig the dead Jews part. You and Congressman Andre Carson, one in the same, you just dig dead Jews. It's just a job, people. I'll find another one. We have walked through now, as I was discussing yesterday, what uh, Gad Saad referred to as AOC, not that Representative Ocasio-Cortez, no, the amnesia of causality. Oh, no longer will anyone discuss what Hamas did. It's only how horrible Israel is for turning off the water. How come they don't have their own water in Gaza? Because Hamas doesn't care whether or not the people drink clean water. They don't care about sanitation. They ripped up the sewer lines and the water lines to be able to shoot rockets at Israel because killing Jews is more important. 
The conversation of Hamas is ISIS, the more videos you see of their barbarism, the more you realize it is true. No knocking on the doors of civilians. Hey, we're going to be coming in an hour to attack the Israeli Defense Forces. No, they were thrilled to kill all those civilians. They laughed while they did it, while they raped, while they burned people alive. And we're sitting and watching being like, you know, Israel really needs to calm down. What about the lives of children? I'm, I'm playing the long game. The long game says more children will live if Hamas is gone. Cease fire. That's saying, okay, Israel, you took your dead. Now it's got. Now you got to stop. Well, Tony, the Palestinians have lost over two thousand people. Yes, but Hamas isn't gone, and this doesn't end until Hamas is gone. And if you're somebody who wants to say, well, this doesn't end until Israel's gone, fine, let them fight. Let them fight. But Corey Bush and Andre Carson are okay with Hamas remaining, that's Jew hate. Which brings us to our dear beloved Indianapolis and what they're going to do next. But that is not the only story. Uh, They did pass a budget in Indianapolis. I'm going to break that down. You have two dead in Brussels. Does that connect to the stabbing of a six-year-old in Illinois, which is still one of the most horrific things you're going to hear about? And, of course, Jim Jordan might be the next speaker. That's all coming up. Tony Katz, 93 WIBC. Good morning. Whether it's audiobooks or all-time greatest hits, long live listening to your favorites. Learn more about Kaskali Ribocyclob 200 milligrams at KISQALI.com and talk to your doctor to see if Kaskali is right for you. best asset is the world situation and the fact that this embarrassing absence of a speaker has gone on now for quite some time and some people who opposed him after all he, he had what 99 votes against him when uh, when he was when he was nominated what 113 to 99 something like that uh, suggests that you know there are a lot of people who don't want him to particularly want him to be the speaker so, but if people throw up their hands and say, look, we've got to have somebody and they, and, and they vote for him, I guess that gives him a chance. And that may be very well the thing that happens. Jim Jordan looks pretty secure right now in a vote in the House of Representatives today to be Speaker of the House. Okay. I'm going to say it again. Getting rid of Kevin McCarthy wasn't worth it. It wasn't worth all this. It didn't move the needle It didn't do anything. Tony Katz, 93, WIBC, good morning. I don't mind him not being speaker, but this was not a plan. And I don't know how we expect that things will somehow get miraculously better with Jordan. Oh, I know what they say about Jim Jordan. Oh, I know that he's not a uniter. And oh my gosh, the, the allegations, which, okay. They've never been anything but. I've got allegations against uh, Joe Biden. What are we going to investigate first? You're not going to pay attention to yours. They're not going to pay attention to theirs. Okay, terrific. Do we really think the spending is going to go down now? Do we think the spending is going to go down? No. No, it's not. No, it's not.
Needs to. I don't see it. The appropriations bills have got to go through. We'll see if Republicans have what it takes to really engage the cuts and hold the line in the House and tell the Senate to figure it out. But we gained nothing. We gained nothing. It was a bad idea without a plan. I said it then, and I'll say it now. All that said, I, I, I hope this gets done today. I hope Jordan's the speaker, and then it's uh, moving on to the next things. Chuck Schumer, Senate Majority Leader, says first thing is an aid package for Israel. I think the first thing should be the appropriations bills. Then we can do Israel, and then we are always should be doing uh, the border. But the border takes much more than dollars. It takes a whole comprehensive approach. And it's not about a comprehensive immigration reform. Nobody knows what that means. It's about understanding all the pieces. It's about understanding the walls, about understanding policy. It's about understanding uh, the jobs market. It's a series of things that all has to be contemplated. I don't expect that from the pseudo-intellectual nature of the House of Representatives. And it's gotten worse. What we accept as as rational or decent or anything else is, is 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 beyond understanding. It truly is. You have two people who were killed in Brussels. This was yesterday that you had basically a nation to an extent on lockdown where Belgian police were looking uh, for the, this guy. They have, they have now caught him. Um, and what was, who, who, what was the connections? Where was this guy at? Shot, the, the suspect was shot in a cafe, as is reported. He killed two uh, people who were, who were uh, Swedish. Sweden's prime minister now calling for stronger EU border security. The attacker identified himself as a member of ISIS. Claimed responsibility in the video, or in a video. So you have what happened uh, with Hamas, a terrorist organization, murdering 1,400 people indiscriminately, kidnapping uh, and raping women, kidnapping children and the elderly, and of course, setting people on fire. Then you have Israel's response, and because of a response, well, ISIS is like, well, we're gonna have to do this thing. Hamas is ISIS, ISIS is Hamas. There's just no, there's no difference anymore to the extent that there ever really was a difference except a different name. Now, what I found peculiar was over at the New York Post, the headline was two shot dead in Brussels, impossible ISIS retaliation attack for murdered six-year-old Illinois boy. Now, what happened in Illinois is insane. You have a a guy who I, I still don't know much about. I know he's 71. He's been arrested and charged with murder and hate crimes. He attacks this mom, a 32-year-old, and attacks her kid, a six-year-old, in the apartment they rented from him. He was the landlord. This guy tells prosecutors 
um, that he'd been listening to the coverage of violence in Israel, was convinced that his Muslim tenants, as reported, would harm him as a part of the Day of Jihad. Um, I, uh, I, I don't think that is a way to go about living your life. Murdering six-year-olds is insane. It's insane. It was insane when Hamas did it. Well, Tony, isn't it insane when Israel does it? Hamas puts their rockets, their bombs, and the tools they use to kill Israelis right next to civilians. And Israel gives a warning, hey, this is happening. You might want to be aware. You might want to evacuate. No warning from from, uh, Hamas ISIS. Should I just start calling them Hamasis? I'll start calling them Hamasis. It's a war. And innocent people are going to die, and it's awful. All of it's awful. But the idea that Israel should do nothing is just insane. You have to be an Andre Carson, Corey Bush, Ilhan Omar, Rashida Tlaib, Jew hater to think that Israel should do nothing because they don't think Israel should exist at all. I mean, just for clarity's sake, they're making their argument pretty clear. No conversation of Hamas in their statements. I'm sorry, Hamasis in their statements. None. Let you know where they are. This stabbing in Illinois is, is, is despicable. I just don't know how you think it relates to what took place in Belgium. The man who claimed responsibility for the shooting uh, on Monday, quote, they called it a brutal crime because he was a Muslim. If he, if the murdered were a Christian and the murderer was a Muslim, the subject would have been terrorism. Oh, okay. But if the subject had been Jewish, uh, they would have called it exhilarating, like professors at Cornell, or they would have called it, you know, uh, important resistance, like uh, protesters have in Canada and around the globe. We're in a bad place, kids. And we're going to be there for a while. The desire for experience. Ever-growing. Tony Katz, 93 WIBC. Good morning. It was Netflix that announced that they were, based on some popular programming, setting up permanent locations. By 2025 or in 2025, the plan is to have uh, two locations in the U.S., then go to other locations. So they take shows uh, like like Bridgerton. So they're going to create the Queen's Ball of Bridgerton experience. They've already put this in a couple cities. They did this with Friends, the show Friends, which is still nine million years later this popular. And and they, they, they set up Central Perk, which is the coffee house. They set up the apartment, and people can walk through it, and then you can learn uh, little tidbits. And, oh, look, there's a picture of David Schwimmer. And you're like, why did that guy get the role? Honestly, that could have been anybody. Um, wow, it's a David Schwimmer dig. Dude never did anything to me. I don't, I don't know. It's just rude, and I'd like to apologize, kind of. Maybe. Probably not. And people want these things. 
they they want a level of of connectivity. They want experience. It's remar- it, it is incredible for all of the hey, look at this video online in the end. People want to connect and they want to have that connection with other people. I don't know, there's something um I think there's something good about that. There's something uh, important about that. That this this may, maybe shows that uh, we're, we're we're not all lost. There was a trend on TikTok that that someone was talking about, and, and here's the trend: you're going to be shocked. You're going to be shocked. Did you know that you could go for a walk outside in the fresh air? While leaving your phone at home? You can do that. You can go for a walk without your phone. That's... They, they, they discovered this, did, did Gen Z. No, no one had ever discovered this before. You know, the only reason Moses got lost in the desert, this GPS is just not working. I swear to you, there's something wrong with the satellites, Jews. There's something. We're go- we'll get, you know what? You know, everybody just sit, just have a nosh. We'll get there, I promise. I'm going to make this thing work. That These people, they discovered going for a walk. Gen Z, where would we be without them? Good gosh. Tony Katz. 93 WIBC. Good morning. It's a $1.56 billion budget, and it's been approved unanimously by the Indianapolis City County Council. I didn't know that mattered. I mean, is someone now going to tell me how uh, it, uh, it hits a balanced budget? Does it matter? You created an office of equity, belonging, and inclusion. You, the, the, the Jews felt really included when people were uh, uh, engaged in a call for genocide in Indianapolis, and Mayor Hogsett said nothing. I'm going to keep noticing that this town won't notice, that this media won't notice. Just picture uh, that this crowd had said something bad against black people or trans people. Maybe then I could get uh, the people WTHR or Fox 59 or CBS to actually pay attention to it. Maybe then some people would notice. Ah, it's just a call for genocide. Screw the Jews. F them. That's Joe Hogsett's Indianapolis. But thank goodness we have an office of equity, belonging, and inclusion. We'll all be better then. Tony Katz, 93 WIBC, good morning. Um, among some of the most hateful, hateful things would be this, this, this ridiculous office that will do nothing but divide, as we have seen DEI do nothing but divide all across the country. It is proof that there is no focus on the things that are really problematic. The city is not safer. The drug use has not gone down. Does it matter that uh, it's a balanced budget? Doesn't matter. If the city doesn't get better, none of it matters. 
that the city that the uh, it had bipartisan support. I think Republicans Republicans could say I'm not supporting this. It would still pass. I don't know where the bipartisan support comes in. I don't know where that 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 creates a value. Maybe there's something politically that they all see to that. I don't know. But it's it's um it is a strange thing that we celebrate. Oh, look, we've got it. The seventh year in a row. Seven years of balanced budgets. Seven years of worsening murder, worsening crime, worsening feel. Wait, last year was a little bit better in murder, but we we're still over 200. So I don't know. I guess take your victories. This is just it. We are, we are not focused on the things that matter. We are not focused on the things that count. And somehow we uh, allow ourselves to have the entire uh, set of goalposts moved in a, in a different direction. You know, I, I, I will be continuing to have these conversations about the, the, the war in Israel and certainly the reaction here in the United States. You can call a Jew anything you want. It's totally fine in America. You can say anything you want. It's totally fine. No repercussions because no one will riot. No one will demand your business shut down. No one will call for your head literally or your job. Literally. No, they just sit there and they take it. They, uh, I have I've said this before. I'll say it again. Uh, you want to meet the dumbest people? My people, my people, don't know how to fight, don't know how to push back, don't know how to demand. It's been nine days since the murder of 1,400 Israelis, which is, of course, from Hamas, a terrorist organization that has in their charter to kill Jews. Uh, and, and the push against Israel is now massive. It took them a couple days to get geared up. But they literally can cheer the death. Professors can say they're exhilarated. They can chant for genocide on the streets. And the Democratic Party will say nothing. I know Biden says that he's in strong support of Israel. He's actually going to go. Biden is going to Israel tomorrow. And, and oh, according to, to uh, Anthony Blinken, uh, there's a... There's a lot on the plate right there, a tremendous amount. First, the president will reaffirm the United States' solidarity with Israel and our ironclad commitment to its security. President Biden will again make clear, as he's done unequivocally since Hamas's slaughter of more than 1,400 people, including at least 30 Americans, that Israel has the right and indeed the duty to defend its people from Hamas and other terrorists and to prevent future attacks. The president will hear from Israel what it needs to defend its people as we continue to work with Congress to meet those needs. Second, President Biden will underscore our crystal clear message to any actor, state or non-state, trying to take advantage of this crisis to attack Israel. Don't. To that end, he's deployed two aircraft carrier groups and other military assets to the region. Third, The president will continue to coordinate closely with our Israeli partners to secure the release of hostages taken by Hamas, including men, women, small children, Holocaust survivors, and American citizens, 
as an indispensable humanitarian effort. Fourth, President Biden will receive a comprehensive brief on Israel's war aims and strategy. Fifth, the President will hear from Israel how it will conduct its operations in a way that minimizes civilian casualties and enables humanitarian assistance to flow to civilians in Gaza in a way that does not benefit Hamas. Israel has to prove itself? Hmm. What does any of this matter? You can call for genocide in Indianapolis. Professors at Cornell University can call the attacks exhilarating. You can have people chanting from the river to the sea. You can have elected officials never once mention Hamas, even though the leader of their party says that Hamas uh, has to be ended. It's, it's the same thing as Indianapolis. What does is, what is a balanced budget matter at this stage of the game? I'm not going to oppose it, but I'm not going to say, well, problem solved. No. The problem's right in front of you, and you keep allowing it. As a matter of fact, it's like you cheer it. We'll get into some more of this coming up. 